Good afternoon. I'm Zach Collins with your KSOM and KS95 Sports Update. With regional semifinal action coming up for Cam tonight, the Cougars are preparing to put another win on the board after winning nine straight games this year. Head coach Joe Wallum is expecting a few different looks for his girls in tonight's game, especially on the defensive end. While there will be a few different looks, the Cougars are still going in tonight's competition ready to play at a high level. Yeah, you know, just some execution. Um, you know, we're going to see man. We haven't seen man in a few games, so refresh some man stuff, put a couple uh, new wrinkles in to be prepared for, you know, Wayne's defense. And, and uh, you know, they're going to attack our press a little bit different than what we've seen, too, so we're going to work on that. And then, uh, you know, so just fine-tuning some things and then just keep working on, you know, some fundamental stuff and shooting the ball and just trying to keep us playing at a high level. Eva Stephenson, Kieran Nichols, and Meredith Rich have taken a step up as they head into postseason action, both statistically and in a leadership role. Stephenson is averaging a double-double in every game this season with 21 points and 10 rebounds per game. Nichols is averaging 11.5 points, 5.9 rebounds, and 2.8 steals per game this season. Rich has averaged 10.8 points and 3.3 rebounds per game. Their experience and drive are what have led the Cougars to success in the postseason. You know, I think that's just part of it's just experience. You know, they're, they're seniors, you know, been starting for four years. You know, we're really leaning on this experience headed here in the postseason. You know, and it's, it's great to have that experience. And, uh, you know, we, we, we've crossed one thing off our list, you know, being conference champs. And then we're, you know, headed to our next goal. And, and uh, you know, Wayne's in the way of that right now. And we got to find a way to come out and play well. And those three are a huge part of it from on both offense and defensively, um, what, what we do to, to make us successful. While a lot of teams lessen the pressure in regionals, Cam has become more intense to pick up the momentum heading into tonight's semifinal. You know, I think it's even ramped up. I think practices, you know, in the past, it seems like practices you get to the postseason kind of, you know, you're kind of tapering down a little bit. I, I've seen a, uh, you know, a new burst from this group. They're really focused. You know, Eva Stevens has been practicing as hard as she ever has um, these last few practices. Even kind of, you know, twisting her ankle the other day. She was just practicing very, very hard and, and intense. So, you know, I think the seniors understand what's in front of them, and uh, they really picked it up here at the end. And I'm uh, really excited for them. And, and hopefully we can go out and get a big win Friday. For the Wayne Falcons, they're led this season by Clara O'Brien with 12.1 points and 3.9 rebounds per game this season. Bristol Pack and Courtney Knudsen follow up in scoring with 8.1 points per game each and combined for 7.5 rebounds per game. Ava Whitney may not be leading in scoring, but she does in rebounds with 7.3 rebounds per game. These girls also defend well and are quick on the hardwood, which brings a tough challenge for any opponent. Well, it's going to be a challenge. They're extremely fast. That's the thing that really pops out to you watching film. They're extremely fast, a lot of speed, and then they also they, they do a good job jumping in the passing lanes. We really got to do a good job taking care of the basketball. They're going to get layups, and with their speed, they're, they're going to be, you know, four-four layups. We're not even going to be around them. They're, they're, they're so fast and, and athletic. That's really what impresses me the most from, from Wayne. Coach Wallum has been so proud of the successful season that his girls have had overall as they sit at 20-2 and two heading into tonight's game. They have improved so much from November to February. You know, I think it's just the, the improvement we've made from November uh, you know, through February has been leaps and bounds. It may not seem like it to everybody, but um, not just what we do on the basketball court, the, the togetherness, um, the attitudes. You know, I don't think we started off you know, that great back in November, but, you know, we were, we're playing 
you know, we're practicing harder. We're playing together as a team more. We're doing all that little stuff that, that makes teams great. We're really, really doing a, a much better job of that now in February. Cam hosts Wayne tonight at Cam High School with the opening tip off at 7 p.m. KSOM 96.5 will be live for the broadcast with myself, Zach Collins on the call and a pregame show at 6.40 p.m. And speaking of high school girls basketball, let's take a look at tonight's high school girls regional basketball schedule. In Class 1A Region 2, HLV will take on Coon Rapids Baird. In Class 1A Region 3, we'll see Mount Air take on Fremont Mills. Class 1A Region 5, it'll be Stanton traveling to St. Albert. And alongside that cam game in Class 1A Region 8, Holy Trinity Catholic tips off against Montezuma. In Class 2A Region 2, a top game to watch is ACGC as a battle panorama. In Class 2A Region 3, it's Xyra EHK taking on Trainer, two teams who were previously ranked by the IGH SAU. And in Class 2A Region 8, it's Southwest Valley against Nottoway Valley. All games at 7 p.m. And moving to wrestling coverage, the ACGC Chargers brought six wrestlers with them to Wells Fargo Arena, but unfortunately, only two are going to be wrestling here tonight after the other four fell in the state tournament at the midway point. Coach Lane Romohart looks at this as a learning experience for those who may have had their seasons come to a close. Um, whether they wrestled well or not, it was just kind of, hey, guess what? We know what we need to work on for next year for you guys that are done and you guys that aren't done yet. Short memory, stay focused. you got your own job to do. So um, the two guys that we ended today with, uh, Teague and Peyton, they're still alive. Um, Teague obviously in the semis and, and Peyton on the backside in the blood round. And uh, that's where we fell short last year. So just keeping it super laser focused, do your job and good things will happen. The 285 powder Peyton Jacoby ended up in the consolation side of the bracket in the blood round after he found the third period to number two seeded Cody Fox of East Buchanan. While it looked like Jacoby had Fox on the ropes, he lost in that match as not many can go toe-to-toe with the top-ranked wrestlers in the state. First of all, Peyton did a fantastic job. It's the best I've seen him wrestle his whole career. I'm going on two and a half years of wrestling. I'm really proud of him. We got to use that match as a confidence booster. We got to know that we can wrestle with anybody. Um, I think that's the match Peyton needed to just excel and blow through the rest of these guys on the backside. So I hope that I see that from him. The other Charger wrestler is Tegan Slayball at 120 pounds, wrestling the semifinals with a secured spot on the podium and a chance for more after a 3 nothing decision victory in the quarterfinals. It's all about who gives a you-know-what more. I mean, uh, if we weren't on radio, I'd probably have a different word. That's what it really comes down to. Tegan wants it more. He wants it more than anybody here. Peyton wants a medal. He deserves a medal. ACGC returns to the mats tonight in Wells Fargo Arena at 6 p.m. With updates on KS 95.7 and Western Iowa Today TV's audio stream. And in collegiate news, Caitlin Clark has officially broken the NCAA all-time scoring record alongside breaking an Iowa program record for the most points in a single game as Iowa beat Michigan last night 106-89. Clark led the team in scoring with a career-high 49 points, 13 assists, and also hauled in five boards. The senior now has 3,569 total points in her career which marks the most in NCAA history. She also marked the most points for a Hawkeye in a game while tying her career high in three-point field goals with nine. She also scored the most points in a single quarter in Iowa history with a total of 23 points alone. Clark is just the fourth Hawkeye to score 40 or more points in a single game throughout program history. The Superstars had 18 games where she's had 30-plus points and 10-plus assists, a feat that no other player in women's college basketball has ever achieved.
Head coach Lisa Bluter after the game said, quote, it was an incredible night for Caitlin, our team, and the university. Everyone that came out tonight, thank you. It was a huge success and an incredible performance by our squad. Iowa will wait a week until their next game as they'll take on Indiana the Hoosier State on Thursday, February 22nd for a 7 p.m. tip-off. While not scoring 49 points on the night, Katie Denebier led the Drake Bulldogs to a win over the Murray State Racers 81-75 last night. Denebier had a career-high 32 points on the night as she shot 9-14 of 14 from the field and whipped out 7 assists and also swiped away 2 steals. Drake outscored Murray State in the paint 38-32 and also on turnovers 23-9. The Bulldogs also shot better from the field at 44.1% while the Racers were just around 42. The Bulldogs will take a quick turnaround as they head to Nashville to battle Belmont at 4 p.m. this Saturday. For news, sports, and more, check out our website, at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Callens with this sports update.